welcome once again to A Decimation of Dragons, a House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones podcast. Today is August 29th, 2022. Uh, we are here to discuss the weekly television series, HBO Max's House of the Dragon, a prequel to the Game of Thrones series. Uh, the reason we gave the date is because some of our listeners like Pam are always curious when we record this. And uh, the episode came out on HBO Max on 8-28-2021-22. And uh, this episode should be released tomorrow, August 23, 2022. I want to co-host Phil from the state of New Hampshire in the US of A and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you, sir? I'm fine, Phil. How are you? Good, good. Uh, actually, I'm excellent because uh, Taylor Swift just announced a new album coming out October 21st. So, very excited. So, my day was made, anyway. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how's it going? It's going well. Excellent. And in the province of Alberta, Canada. Hey, everyone. It's Sean. Hope you're staying well and avoid family get together sometime. Fair enough. Um, so uh, what are we here and who are we and all that other stuff? Uh, we are, once again, a podcast that talks about each episode of House of the Dragon on HBO Max. So it's a weekly podcast. Uh, we will follow the entire season all the way until the end. Uh, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. Uh, that's a website, news site, has a multitude of podcasts and articles and things. Uh, so if you enjoy uh, the four of us on this podcast, you can hear us on some of the other podcasts, including the Dark Discussions podcast, which is the brand, not the brand new, it's the oldest from like 2011 uh, that has been around, we're going to hit 550 episodes very shortly, where we talk about a genre film weekly. Uh, we also have other sp uh, spin-off podcasts that we're doing. Uh, one right now is called uh, uh, The She-Hulk, uh, Avenger of the Law, which is discussing the Marvel Disney television series. And then we have other podcasts, too, uh, that you can follow, uh, including the original Game of Thrones podcast that we did called You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast. You can find this podcast at DrDiscussions.com, or you can find it on A Decimation of Dragons, a House of the Dragon podcast feed anywhere podcasts are found or you can find it on you know nothing john snow game of thrones podcast feed because it's going to be there too and it's also under the dark discussions podcast feed so there's so many different ways you can uh find the the podcast but you can also find it wherever podcasts are found uh you can email us at dark discussions at aol.com or press the contact us link on darkdiscussions.com, which will open up an email box and just put in the subject uh, however you email us, um, Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon or, or something like that, and we will know that email is for this specific podcast and not one of the others. All right, so uh, that's pretty much uh, the house cleaning. So uh, we can get into our topic tonight, and we're going to be discussing uh, episode two of the television series, House of the Dragon. Uh, this one is called The Rogue Prince, uh, directed by American director Greg Yatanis. And uh, it is written by one of the co-creators and showrunners, Ryan Condell. Uh, the series is based off of uh, the George R.R. R. Martin 
book, uh, which is called Fire and Blood, the second half of the book. And uh, the ratings for this episode have not been released yet. Uh, last week's was released as 2.17 million were watching it as it was live for episode one. But uh, HBO has released a statement that says that over 10 million people have watched it, which is probably true. But Nielsen's and all those type of websites say they cannot verify if HBO is uh, fibbing or not. Uh, but let's get into our topic tonight and the Rogue Prince episode two and go around and discuss uh, what we thought about it. So let's have you in. Yeah, well, just as, just as a reminder, tonight's episode is sponsored by the number 14. 14, 14, 14. I don't get it. You'll have to explain. Phil, 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 Phil. Anyway, no, I like this episode a lot. Uh, it's continuing the, the palace intrigue. It, you'll, you'll get it sooner or later, Phil, I promise, just as the king would. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it is It is continuing the Game of Thrones tradition of punishing those who avoid doing the wrong thing. <laughs> that, that, that sometimes, you know, it's the, the impudent, the, the, the most prudent and practical an absolutely morally horrible thing to do is the right thing to do. Um, there's also an interesting, I just kind of finished rewatching it. There's a kind of the theme of, of the, the characters sort of trapped by their roles, by their duty. You get some of that with the, uh, the whore and the dragon keep, whatever her name was. Um, basically, you know, that she was trying, that she was looking to be free from, from fear, free from, the people who bought and sold her for the for over the years. I don't but like. Is, I don't like the term whore. I prefer slave. Like, uh, whatever. Uh, the uh, but that that applies to a whole lot of these characters, sort of being trapped in whatever position they're in, in either you know wanting to avoid the things they have to do, such as the king trying to get married, or trying to elevate their position, uh, as in Corliss. Um, or Damon, um, or Otto, yeah, or Otto, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I like this a lot. I like, like I said, I liked all that that intrigue. I like the the teasing of uh, which we already got a tease. I don't think we mentioned him last week of the crab eater, uh, which is uh, mentioned very early on. Uh, I can't remember his actual name. And so we, we don't, they don't take long to pay it off. And I do like the fact that we've fast forwarded six months. So they're, they seem to be skimming through the history a little bit to get to the good parts. So I appreciate that. All right. Sounds good. Uh, let's go with you, uh, Bert. Yeah, I like this episode a lot. There was a lot of really good intrigue. Um, and yeah, I agree with Mike. There's a lot of people just trapped in their position. What's ironic is that the whore who wants to escape her fear doesn't realize that any even higher position has even more fear. Um, slave, slave. What I, I'm going to call her what I want to call her. Um, sure she's, even, she's called that on the show even. Fair <laughs> um, but she she doesn't realize that even Damon has his fears and, you know, getting that next level is going to have even more. So it's kind of interesting to see what's going on with all these different characters and how they're trapped in their positions, like Mike said, and um, to see where it's going. Uh, yeah, it's a very enjoyable episode. 
Right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yep, it's a pretty solid episode. Uh, I like to look at it as um, people are, um, I guess, upset that the things that were supposed to go the way they were didn't happen. And so uh, the people are all acting irrationally and, and well, not necessarily irrationally, but but in ways that they don't want to necessarily act had everything gone into place correctly. Um, and so I, I can see uh, the gray in pretty much every character on this show, uh, except maybe the king. In this episode, he seemed pretty pretty uh, straight-laced uh, without any gray. But, uh, but Mike did make a good point where uh, sometimes you have to make decisions that aren't necessarily the ones you want to make, but you should, and maybe you shouldn't, and we'll discuss all that. Um, we, we hear a lot of noise there. I don't know what's going yeah, on. If, 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 you, if you're not talking, around. you can just, just you know put yourself on mute, because we hear a lot of breathing and, and bumping, so just a heads up on that. Um, uh, so, so, so uh, yeah, so basically what, what we got is a pretty solid episode, uh, intrigue, uh, a lot of characters, um, if things, if things went the way that, you know, uh, uh, a regular r romantic comedy or something like that, we already would know how it would end up. Uh, unless you read the book, you probably don't, unless you just assume it's going to go that way. But, uh, all in all, it's a, uh, uh, pretty solid episode, even if um, um, it isn't necessarily as unpredictable as the, the first uh, Game of Thrones series. Uh, let's go with you, Sean Fox. Uh, for me, I thought it was a really good episode. Uh, to, it reminded me again of that anticipation, anticipation and excitement that I had when Game of Thrones was doing its best where you're excited waiting for the next episode and then just the, you know, excitement as you're watching the episode. And uh, I thought, well, like, well, before we'll get into this the, in the episode, but I just thought there's some really cool things that they did in regards to uh, characters and even uh, some of the settings that they took us to this week. So I really enjoyed it. All right. All right. So uh, that's our thoughts. It appears that everybody thought it was a pretty solid episode, a good follow-up to the first episode. And uh, first question, I, I oh, for folks who are new to the podcast, we spoil everything because uh, if you're listening to this, we assume you already watched the, the season, you're a fan of the, the show, or at least interested in the show, and you've watched it, and you just want to hear other uh, commentary and other points of view. Uh, so my first question is, uh, what do you guys think compared to the first episode? Which is the better? Uh, my personal opinion, this is a, this is the better one. Anyone? I think I enjoyed both. I just, they, you know, each episode was carrying the load to progress the story. So I think there was good things in each. Don't be a coward. Which one is better? I'm not a coward. I like my decision. <laughs> I like them both, too. Um, Cowards, I do. I, I would say that I lean towards this one, but it was mainly because... We we saw some major interaction with dragons, um, and I really liked that. 
All right, sounds good. Mike? I liked them both, about the same. Uh, just continuing Probably. the same. No, I don't feel the, the – the, I'm not bound to societal pressure to rank them. I'm just busting. And I'm also perfectly willing to call a horror horror. Coward. Right. Now, <laughs> that's a point, Mike. Well done. Well played. Um, hmm. So I'm sorry, just uh, my my brain my uh, brain just blanked a little. So I think, um, yeah, I I think they're about the same. They are. I think they feel of a piece, right? I think it's interesting that Game of Thrones. The, the original series was a very fractured show, not in a bad way, but just meaning that there were a lot of separate storylines going on at one time. Everything here feels like it's really more tightly bound. Like we are just dealing with the King's Landing storyline and we weren't doing John at the wall and we weren't doing Daenerys and we weren't doing uh, Arya. You know, we were just focusing on everything happening uh, at the Red Keep, and uh, since those are some of my favorite parts of the story, yeah, I like it quite a bit. I have a technical question, kind of. Yeah, go ahead. So the horse accent is it is it her real accent or is she supposed to sound French uh, in a I really sound, bad way? <laughs> I actually thought she sounded Asian uh, as an Asian accent. Um, and to be honest, you, this is the weird thing she is british of japanese ancestry so i assume she's just faking an accent because it doesn't sound british and you think it sounds you think it sounds french and i think it sounded like japanese or something so yeah it was a weird accent but again this is a different world so i guess you can have any fake accent you want yeah and that's fine it's just it sounded to me like french so i didn't like it Why? What's wrong with French accents? I don't know. It just bugged me. Something just made it stand out from everybody else in a, but, in a not good way. But but well, you know that, she that is a foreigner. Like, uh, she's a foreigner, right? Go on, Mike. That that sounds like the uh, if it's a really bad accent, it sounds like Dornish. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that could be. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's she just well, reminded me of this version's shy, right? No, no, I, I don't, don't think, think so. so? I, I, I thought her character was despicable. This character, I think, isn't necessarily bad yet. I, I, yeah, we haven't seen her we do anything of. majorly bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, obviously she's with da- Damon, right? Or Demon, or whatever his name is. And and you could argue that makes her suspect. But again, is he really bad for this type of world and this type of error and this type of... Well, and she didn't even know uh, what she was doing. Like right there, she's like, "So we're getting married tomorrow." Oh, and so you took an egg. <laughs> so it sounded like she didn't know like any of this was going to happen. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't like that comparison, Sean. But that's just my opinion. Explain why you think it. it she's kind of like Shay. I wasn't saying that it, her motivations are the same, but just the almost the same position, right? Because Tyrion took up with someone who wasn't. Uh, a respected class, mm-hmm. right? right? She was yeah. she was a lady of the night, if you will, and yeah. it's a you know, I don't I'm not saying it's the same person, but it's just like similar aspects in regards to um, class position and employment yeah. with okay. someone who's a royal. Yeah, right. that's, that's looked good. upon, right? 
or looked down upon. So that's what I was more referring to. So, well, and he's kind of similar to Tyrion in his irreverence of you know. Except I would think to say Tyrion is far more of a thinker. Yes, no, I agree with that. Than he is, he's yes. much right. more reactionary and impulsive. Yep. So well, which but, I guess but, works for him in a way. Well, but but you know, honestly, he got screwed over. I mean, he you know the the, the law stated. I mean, first of all, he was. I, I agree that he was stupid because there's always a chance the king could just remarry. And if they're going to stick with the old ways, which is a male heir goes to the throne, then you figure another baby boy could be born anyway. So, so, so technically, he he probably should have never thought he was going to become king anyway. However, the way he lost out becoming the next in line, based off of the laws of that era in that time, uh, he got screwed big time in his, his eyes. So obviously, uh, with his reactionary personality and his, his, uh, attitude, I, I guess he's acting exactly how you would expect someone in his position to act. Well, and he plays into Otto's machinations all the time, which doesn't mm-hmm. help. Right. Because there's, I, I think there's aspects of him where he does want to do good however you may phrase that but Otto is so skeezy right he's he's a Rasputin oh I think I'd choose Rasputin over him (laughs) Um, but he's just like you can see like it's watching him like I would say you know Littlefinger was very yeah yeah right but there i had respect for Littlefinger in a way whereas i don't have respect for this guy he just and i'll give reese um so much credit because he is playing this guy perfectly now i kind of disagree with you there because he he went to the the keep to go for towards damon and uh, you know get the egg by him you you know he he had he had soldiers but you know that could have gone bad I he started them all off to die. bad. Though, that's well, the point. Was right? that was that, that was Otto? Point. Was that Otto? Yeah, confronted. It was David. Otto. Yeah, that it was, was Otto. Yeah. Right, he yeah. started off by insulting. <laughs> well, he wasn't there. Like he was looking to start something. Right. Yeah. He and goes there. He goes. He goes there personally. Stops the king from seeing him personally. To well, obvious to, reasons. To, to antagonize. Well, to antagonize yeah. his David. Right. And yeah. cause something. Yeah. And then he, when yeah. Rhaenyra's comes in and Renera, yeah, sorry, um, comes in and basically shuts him down and makes him look like an idiot, right? You because made them he's all able look like to, idiots. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just so I thought it was it's interesting. And you saw him every time that she tried to do something, he's there trying to well. <laughs> that's her that's that. the difference though that I see between him and Littlefinger. Littlefinger would have had someone else doing it. Without yeah. them realizing that he had them doing it, and this guy goes out and does it himself. And he's and just the way he plays Viserys is that's and and the, the way he's using his daughter is I know again this that's you can say they're all skeezy <laughs> in a way, but he just there's something about where the way he's that character is skeeziest part. He's is just oh. I think one so, of the things is that. Um, Littlefinger had Varys. Yes. <laughs> right. And and that forced him to be sly. And 
this and and uh, Otto has uh, Viserys, who, by the way, I, I think I do think that there's genuine affection and loyalty for there, but he is definitely forcing his daughter in to that position at the same time. This is this sort of you know yeah. you, doing what you need to do to improve your station. Um, and in this case, I think it may just be that his friendship and alliance and ambition all are lining up well. Where with Corliss, you know, I don't think he's very loyal to the king, but he's willing to be loyal with the hopes of marrying his daughter off. Similarly, I think he's willing to be make an alliance with Damon when that marriage doesn't happen. I don't think he necessarily has any affection for Damon either. No, um I and and so you know, I, I so Otto is maybe not the most uh, skill, <laughs> but he's good enough at the game, right? He knows what he's doing, but he's not, I don't think he's necessarily a grandmaster, but he's also playing someone who is, uh, fairly straightforward and honest and not Machiavellian. He is a, it seems like he'd be a nice enough guy in a kingdom where everything is going well. And I don't think he's a great leader at times of strife. And that is definitely where they are, both the, the internal strife, of Damon and his uh, his own inability to produce a male heir, uh, as well as the external strife of what's happening uh, on the stepping stones. Well, and that's the thing in, in real life: the, 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 the kings that and queens that win out, they 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 just kill their enemies. I mean, dictators, they all just kill their enemies. And Viserys isn't the type of person to do that. He's more of a. a um, a modern day politician that would would do things uh altruistically and how it should work in the real world even though it doesn't uh while you know we know queen elizabeth she just executed everybody and king henry he just executed everybody and and on and on and on and and that's that's why the strife right now is happening is because he's just not rounding up everybody and executing everybody. And well, I again, have an interesting point about so that even, when you're done. Even the greatest leaders that were dictators in history, whether kings and queens or emperors or whatever, and that have been idolized. I mean, obviously, nowadays, everything's being rewritten because, um, you know, they did things Bill? that. Yes. Okay, there. Be careful. Be careful, no. yes. They, they did things that um, were out of line versus uh how we would think in the modern world never mind just as if, even if you weren't were just a christian you would or or judeo christian or any religion you would say that's not right but they're idolized and you know napoleon is still a hero in france right and yet he invaded and almost destroyed france by being stupid so the the way they won back in those days was they just killed their enemies you know, and Viserys won't do that. So I, I see your point, Mike. Well, that... there's even then there's there were there were limits. Some did, some didn't. There's always there's always prudence in when to go to war and when to not go to war and finding the right timing. And it's not obvious. That's that's part of the, the danger. It's like there are times when you need to project strength and there are times when you need to not stir up the pot. And I mean, that's 
um, you can go to, in the case of the United States, you can argue with, you know, with 9-11, the, um, uh, the Taliban assumed that the United States was going to fold like a paper tiger. Now, was that because we had not projected enough strength in the response to the first attack on the World Trade Center or to the Lebanon bombing or all these other things that happened? You know, we hadn't done any made, uh, we had not, you know, was it because we held back in the Iraq war? You could go through a lot of arguments as to why they believed that was what was going to happen. And then you could make an argument uh, that maybe there was an over response after that. So, or was that an appropriate response given that we haven't had another major terrorist attack of that sort in the United States in 21 years now? So it's, it's, there, there's never any easy answers to any of these things. Well, and I also think that they're underestimating him, too, because I don't think Damon expected him to exile him for what he did, but he did. So he's not totally weak. He's just not willing to kill his brother uh, at this point. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't I don't know if he is going to be willing to at some point and what it would take for him to get to that point. He might. I be. Am- we just don't know. I am curious as to how old Damon is supposed to be in the show, because the way he acts to me feels like and young and immature. And it feels more like I don't know how old Matt Smith is now. I'm assuming in his late 30s. Um, But this feels more like someone who might be like 22 23, you know, who's just, who's just kind of feeling like he's sowing his oats, right? Because he doesn't care that his whore doesn't, has made it so she would never have to suffer children. Um, oh, oh, she, she, oh, she's sterile. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. She made that comment that she made yeah. sure she would have to deal with children. And he was like, ah, that's fine. They're annoying anyway. Right. Which, which That's by the I way would be a, would, would be another would be another problem for this guy being king you know yep. is that you know he's got a wife he doesn't want and he refuses to deal with her the way now in the case of uh Viserys he seems to have genuinely loved uh his wife uh but plenty of kings like Robert Baratheon had to deal with queens they, they weren't all that fond of they were stuck with out of because of an alliance yeah. So um yeah, I, I don't know. Uh I, I he he does not have the maturity. The, the the stealing of the egg was petty. Very because he stole the egg. He didn't have an heir on the way, so he didn't need the egg. He stole the egg that was intended for the dead prince. Yeah. Which again he didn't you know, so so he was he was clearly making a statement. Right, that he's well, that was pissed, but it was also just to rub it in that I'm supposed to be the real heir. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's not, so it's but it's not even just pissed. We know he was. We know he's pissed. We know he's upset. But it's it just he's acting like a, a big baby in a lot of ways. Well, but there we go. So as like I said, so it doesn't feel like. Um, like say Cersei, you know, it, he doesn't. Feel, he's not. He's not full Joffrey. Right, nope. who was no, who not, was not even close. Not who, even close. Who, was, yeah. who was who was cruel, um, and and, and evil uh, by any definition of the word. Uh, but it's like he, he hasn't he hasn't thought thought it through. Right, 
Yeah, yeah. He's acting impulsively. Right. Well, and, and it's because he's pissed. If, if things worked out the correct way, he would still be next in line as heir. Now, again, he's still foolish to even care about that because he knows that his brother is, you know, whatever age, 48 or 52 or whatever, and that he's going to get remarried because that's what people do, and that he's going to have more kids and just as we know, 50% of them are going to be boys. So there's no real or reason or not. So no, but percentage wise. So there's no real reason for him to think that being the heir was going to happen anyway. However, if like you just said, Mike, if not, he technically, based off the rules that were in place, whether we think they're fair or not, it doesn't matter. That's that's how it was at that time in this fake land. He's pissed. And rather than just killing everybody and, and trying to assassinate his brother, he's trying to be a thorn in his side. And this was one of the ways to be a thorn in his side. So I don't even know if well, it's impulsive. I think it may be. It's just him trying to be a thorn in the side to make a point. Even if no, it's I think. I think he's being impulsive, and I think that's his big character flaw is his impulsivity. Um, it got him into trouble in the jousting. It's gotten him into trouble here because he didn't expect his niece to to show up on a dragon. Um, right, because he could have struck her down, but he decided not to. He he could have. He could have. She gave him an opportunity. We don't know what would have happened. And she called him bluff. Yeah, we know that dragon might have gotten involved then. Both dragons. But, but, yeah, but there was another dragon. Yeah, exactly. Both of them get involved. That could be horrible. I mean, everybody there could have died. So oh, everybody was probably dead, yeah. Yeah. So I think impulsivity is definitely his character flaw, and it makes him seem childlike for sure. But there is an adult side to him, like when he was dealing with um, what, Clivus. What's his name? I can't think of his name. At the end. Corliss? Uh, Corliss, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this works out. <laughs> I think you make a good point, Barrett, and I think he's like the other good, like the other characters. He's complex where he's got bravery because you can see in his fight, and we'll know that upcoming he's going to be fighting. So he's got bravery and he's willing to make difficult decisions, but he is... He's got an ego, which leads him to make whether impulsive, rash, or whatever decisions that he doesn't think out. So I think it's good that it's it's not he's not just one dimensional, right? Well, and I, I honestly I don't I don't think he would be acting this way at all if he didn't get screwed. It wasn't like his you know what his ah. brother his brother. I'm not saying he's right. I'm just saying that's this, if his brother should have called him in and said, this is what I'm, I'm thinking of doing. But he didn't do what that. What he did with the guard when he killed all those people, that kind of showed his character right there. Well, that's When, when he killed all those people. That's why I think, I would agree with you if not for that, because he was trying to show his power even before this this happened. That he, well, and the he power made a point last episode, too, where he was talking about if you had only kept me at your side, yeah. I wouldn't be acting like this. It doesn't mean that, in fact, he would have been, you know, acting different it's just he sees that he's been slighted whether it's correct or not he in a way he has a loyalty and he has a you know he's tied to the blood or whatever but he doesn't all he also makes bad decisions right well and you know what happens is that he's pissed because because you you can look at at his brother his brother got became king 
in, in a way that was controversial. If, yep. if we look by age rather than gender and how it was always done. And so he's thinking he's pissed too, because now his brother should know better. And, and, and in his eyes, he, his brother fucked up. And also, he also just wants power. I mean, that's, that's the point. Because otherwise he wouldn't be pissed. Well, and because of the way he was chosen is it, a lot of people probably think of him as not necessarily legitimate. There's going to yeah. be that faction of people that think that we don't have a legitimate king because of the way the well, way all this happened. But we don't see that, fortunately, right? We, we, what we see is that he's a king that was picked by the prior king, and so be it. And and it he went through peacefully, and he became king, and they had like 18 years of, of everything was fine until right now. So you could be right. Uh, I know they they do have the the queen that isn't and all that crap. But all in all. That I, I think the the problems that are occurring is that Viserys isn't a brutal dictator. If he was a brutal dictator, there would be no problems. That's why Cersei would have been a great queen, because she it was a brutal, and she would have put her fist down. This guy can't do it, because he doesn't want to kill the free cities. He doesn't want to take out his, arrest his brother. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't sit people down. You know, you know so... I think he's just too nice of a guy and not this is also he's a bad why leader. He's not a bad leader. He's a great leader. It's just that in this world, you, in, in all dictatorships, you have, they have to be brutal. It seems going like this is why fundamentally our, our current understanding, or at least in the uh, democratic systems tends to be correct. Is that the, 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 the governed, the, the Kings, the, the presidents, the whomever, Leaderships have power because of the consent consent of the governed. Now they can try to convince them otherwise that they have the divine right of kings. They can try to oppress them, but at some point, if they rise up, there's only so much they can do to stop it. Um, that you could say that they made a bad decision in choosing Viserys twenty years earlier, ten years earlier, whatever it was supposed to be, but. Would the people have chosen Rainus? Uh, and I don't know that they would have. Right. Just as there might be a problem with him choosing him choosing Rhaenyra here, uh, would Damon have been the right pick, or would he have ended up being, you know, petulant the way he is now, or is he petulant because he's because not her. getting his power? Right. There's all sorts of. Issues. I do think he's a more complex character than some of the cartoonish villains that we've had. Um, I did think, like, I didn't think he was going to be uh, unleashing dragon fire. I don't think the certainly not on the. Uh, well, he's definitely on, not a, on, a true villain. On his niece, right? Uh, well, he could end up being. Uh, you, you don't have to be all bad to be a true villain. But I, I could see, I could see his niece being. As much of a villain as well, right? Because especially if it's looking, the king is going to remarry, and he is going to have more children. And if one's oh, a son, maybe not. She, if she, it's possible though. And if so, she's being stupid just like Damon is because they're both thinking, oh, we we should be the lead new new leader. But if the king has another child as a boy, technically that's the, the new king. Well, they talked about that throughout the episode, and I think she already knows that. And she told her dad that he needs to get married again. So I think she knows, but she doesn't want 
Damon to subvert the process and cause this what could be a civil war if he keeps pushing things. Well, and I don't, you know what though? I think Damon is the type of guy that if his the guy the king remarries and has a boy, he would suck it up and say, "All right, that's the rules." I, I don't. He, I no, not at this point. Not at this point. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. It's too late now. He's gone down that path. Uh, maybe, I, I, but I still think. I think he's petulant and pissed, but I still think he's he he would use logic and go. Well, don't forget we have madness in this family line that's going to come up. We don't know where that's going to hit. So any of that could happen too. Yeah, and the thing is, as long as Otto is around, he's going to keep pushing the buttons, and until you know Damon decides to change his policies or uh, whatever, he's going to keep. Doing uh, stepping into well, the machinations it, of Otto. Well, and it's not just even Otto, right? I mean, it's 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 um, uh, Corliss. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's he's another one. He's as bad as as Otto, if maybe worse. Well, and part of that's because he feels like his wife probably should have been the ruler, and he would be right by her side, so he would be. And in because charge. he's self-made as well. Yeah. He's actually made his his fortune, whereas it wasn't just given to him. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, as as we've seen, you know, leaders like Napoleon who made their fortune can be as crappy or good as leaders that were inherited. So, yeah, I'm not saying either are right. So yeah. I don't think he has anything to stand on except for pride. To be but honest, I think, well, I think Corliss, way- Corliss to me feels a bit like Tywin. Yeah, um, uh, that, that's the father Lannister, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. To Char- Charles Dance. Yeah, Charles Dance. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, and, and the reason I say that is that here you have a guy who, um, you know, he's looking out for the best of his family, for his <laughs> child. He's he is right the up. wealthiest, and partly through his own efforts. He's running the most, the wealthiest family in the realm, and he's looking to marry it to the most powerful. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that, that, uh, yeah. Um, yeah his, his, I don't know if he's like Charles Dance's character, but he has the same machinations. I'll go right, with that. and and he's he's just he knows what he knows what's going on. Right. I think also he sees the danger in the crab feeder that. For instance, Viserys, and then the others on the council aren't willing to see. Yeah, for sure. And so, I mean, whether I, well, it again, affects him all, directly, right? He's well, worried that, about that, his that, money and ships. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> the, that's the thing, Sean. I don't know. I think it's more self-interest <laughs> because it doesn't affect anybody else except him, and he's trying to make it sound like, well, it affects all of us because I'm a part of you guys. Yes, going, in, uh, in some yeah. situations, though, it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. Right, he you is can part of the have kingdom. your self-interest, and it still be an issue for the kingdom. Yeah, like shouldn't Viserys be protecting him? Because he is part of the kingdom. I mean, I can see where he's that, coming that, from. That, that, that's, that is fair, because you're right. Because he says later, he goes, I'm your king. That's why you you, yeah. you, you follow me. So technically, you're right. But, you, you know, it, it's, it's, it's kind of weird where if, if Corliss is, is that much of a dink to the king, and the king won't defend Corliss, so Corliss is pissed, and so he thinks the king is a dink to him, then... 
that's that's civil war. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Because because it's it's you know two ethnicities or two countries within an empire you know that you know like Yugoslavia or, or Soviet Union or somewhere where you get all these different countries or provinces or whatever you want to call them republics and then when the dictatorship falls or is weak the Macedonians and the Montenegrins say I don't want to be part of you guys anymore I'm out of here so maybe that's what the Valerians will have to do you know I don't know but well, and this is the problem with Viserys not wanting to go into war and not kill, is that everything he's doing is creating exactly what he doesn't want. Right. Wait, we've got, let's repeat that once more, John. That, that so basically, I, I with, Viserys is not wanting to cause war. Okay. He's not even okay. wa- wanting to kill people, yeah. yeah. Right? But everything he's yep. doing to avoid it is all the stuff he's doing to create it. Right, and that's my point. Of what real dictators do, and that's what a king or a queen is. They're real dictators. Maybe yeah. not the ones in modern day because they're just they're just constitutional monarchies. But the real ones from the past, they're, they're brutal dictators. They well, always work. Queen Elizabeth executed, it chopped the head off of Mary, Queen of Scots. Yeah, I well, mean that's what they would do. They evil would people. Anybody that was close to the line that could be a possible contender, they killed them. So yes. that then their heir was right. the we, we only see, we heir. We see that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we see that in, in North Korea. That's how, how the guy, Kim Il, whatever his name is, is the leader is because he outmaneuvered his siblings, you know, and he killed one of them in Thailand and Singapore or Malaysia, where the hell he was, you know, because he had to flee. And then to show he didn't have a, a uh, government in exile, he poisoned them. So, yeah, these, these that's the thing. This guy, this king here, is trying to rule as a person that is altruistic rather than uh, a person that, you know, follows the law where you, you know, even, even Ned Stark said, well, we have to chop his head off because we put him, we, we guilt, he's guilty. So the, as the person that says he's guilty, we are the ones that have to kill him. You know, so they were all brutal in a way because they're dictators and that's how they kept power. And, since he's not brutal, Viserys is not brutal. It, yeah, it's, it's causing a bunch of all these dinks to pop out of the woodworks that themselves should be executed, probably because right. they are criminals that are running. Because all these guys, I, I mean, Otto and Damon and Corliss, they're just criminals that just ran, somehow got power. I mean, really, that's all they are. I, I mean, I don't consider them leaders because they were wanted by their people. They were just outsmarted, outmaneuvered, and killed the or people were that were in their it. way. Or were born into yeah, it. I'm right. pretty sure Hightower was born into his position. Yeah, okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah but you're right, Sean. So I agree 100%, Sean, um, because the way Viserys is running his kingdom, he's unfortunately causing possible civil wars uh, because of it, because he's too nice. And I think if you took him out of the context of being a king, he's a he's likable. He's a likable person. He's a person you would oh, probably yeah. want to know and and have in your life. But as the role of the king in the world that he exists, he's not right. Right. 
because he's, he's not suited yeah. to make the decisions, like you say, that need to be made, whether well, we agree with them or not, right? The extremes or whatever. Right. Um, and it's sad because what does that say about our species in regards to how we handle things, right? Well, I think that's the nature of life, right? I mean, it's yeah. not the, the nice wolf isn't the one that gets the rabbit. Right. Um, the friendly yeah, rabbit is the one that gets eaten. But no, there's that's, that's just extremes a, of doing it, though, is the thing, right? Like, it's not like you're just doing stuff right. in moderation. It's always we have to find one extreme or another. Well, well I think what things. you're saying, Sean, is is it, you're you're comparing logic versus, I guess, instinct or, or or survival. And and the thing is, is that we're smart enough. Humans are smart enough to use logic, so they don't yeah. have to be the wolf, right? They don't have to be like that, Mike. So. Even though we have these weird instincts and violent nature, humans are a violent species, they don't have to act that way. So is it, it by by forgiving that aspect is that and comparing us to wolves and that, well, that's how nature is, is that literally a good argument if you really look at it as intelligent beings? That well, I think if you look at it – They could fight that instinct? Well, we are who we are to yeah. some degree. And however right. we, we are nature or nurture or whatever you want to choose uh you're you in order to succeed you you there is no one size fits all strategy you have to know your enemy and, and, and you, you can't know, and you can't group all people as as a whole right because every person is different because that's why people some use logic and altruism and some are, go full out evil or or instinct so continue my concern right but i'm saying so for instance uh neville chamberlain uh you know Probably the peace in our time negotiations wasn't a good idea with Hitler. <laughs> Just a thought. Um, because he's not somebody who was going to be appeased. That might have worked with another with, with somebody else. Uh, but it wasn't going to work with Adolf Hitler. Uh, similarly, you take somebody like Gandhi. Uh, peaceful resistance was not going to have worked with Hitler. But it was able to work with England. Right, it, it just yeah. it, it, peaceful peaceful resistance in China, right? Uh, think Tiananmen Square. Uh, didn't work. You have to work within. Uh, recognize right. who your opponent is, and peaceful resistance works with people who can be shamed. Works with people who have right. some some care about how they're perceived. And other times you have to use you have to use strength. If you have a, you know, compare. You know, let's also look at uh, uh, you, since you're you're a parent, Phil, uh, talking to a child who's three years old is going to be different than talking to a child who's seven, who's different than ten. You know, certain ones are going to understand certain things a little better than others. Some maybe it just the only way to get through is a swat on the behind because you can't have a rational discussion with a two-year-old. <laughs> Because they they're not capable of it. Because they're two. Um, but hopefully, you know, when someone is sixteen years old, that's not your first response anymore. Yeah, and that, that's that's uh, excellent point. I I like it, Mike, because you're right. I mean, you know, you could argue that the people in Tiananmen Square were were trying to be a peaceful protest against. Sociopathic criminals that run the country versus, say, 1952 England, which 
uh, weren't necessarily sociopathic criminals. They were following their constitution and said, well, the law says this, so I guess we can't do that. And those who shot the the peaceful protesters in India have to be prosecuted, like, you know, versus in China where they said, you know what, let's just take all those people into gulags and they'll never be seen again. So you're right. You have to look at who your opponent is. And, um, and, and, and that's, that's, yeah, go on. Okay. But now Viserys seems to be misreading his opponents. He yeah. seems to have been misreading the, 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 the uh, crab feeder where I think Corliss recognizes it. I think they're he all misreading their opponents. For different reasons. Yeah. But I'd say the council itself seems much weaker than the councils that we saw in Game of Thrones. And they don't seem very united. (laughs) No, they're way more splintered, and there's way more uh, sycophants on this council, it seems. Because you have, like, Otto at one end, and you have Corliss at the other, and then everyone in the middle is trying to hedge their bets. And I'm not sure how many, any, like, and again, you could question, and I'm, I could be wrong on this, how many of them actually truly have the realm's interest at, uh, at heart as opposed to what is their interest at heart? I haven't felt that way about any of the characters except the knight that she appointed to the King's Guard. And I'm not even sure about him. Yeah, we don't know enough <laughs> well, about him yet. So, yeah, he's, 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 Way too much of a, an open variable at this point, an unknown variable. Right, right. right. And um, the yeah, I he think picked, again was he had combat experience, n- nothing else. So anyway, oh, and I think you could point out. And, <laughs> really, do you think it was just because? Think it was his combat experience? <laughs> and well, he got all right, well, okay, well, because he, it, it, she she had the hots for him too. Okay, Ostensibly, she said it was his combat experience, and she had a good argument. Oh, and was she it didn't have a good argument. Though? Yeah, but and was it any worse than what Otto was trying to do? Well, we're trying to pander to certain families because they have the money, as opposed to what actually did you that's beneficial for the realm. Oh, oh, no, 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 no one's disagreeing with you. We're just trying to say yeah. that. No, I'm just yeah, don't so. know what that guy, if that guy's really a good guy or not, that was picked. You know, he oh, was picked enough. for one for two reasons and two reasons only. But we don't know nothing about him yet. I mean, any of those other guys that were we didn't even meet could have been better or good, better people or better fighters or better this or better that, but their arbitrary way they chose, whether it was for families or whether because he would, he would be good in the sack with her. Uh, it just shows you that they're all incompetent because they should have had yeah. some sort of test, you know, you know, they should have, what was the, the, the football test in the NFL? What's that called? Uh, the, the, oh, what's it called? John, you know it. The one that they, they give all the draft choices. Uh, I'm trying to think right now what you're, yeah, Damn. sorry. Uh, my brain, brain's not working. The, yeah, is it Wicker test or something? Yeah. But, you know, but they didn't do that. They, just, they were just picking arbitrary reasons. You know, it was stupid. Well, I mean, yeah. given that his job is basically to be a bodyguard, um, I think somebody who has actually been face down at the point of a blade in real life wasn't, wasn't a bad thing. No, I mean it, it wasn't like it wasn't like she was picking him to be the head of the army. No, uh, she's picking someone who has combat experience as opposed to people well, who got poachers. But, 
But, you know, you, I mean, again, this is a different era, but, you know, we know, for, yeah. at least in the United States, there's a thing called the Secret Service, and those people have to go through a huge background check and tests and shooting and all this other stuff. Here, they just said, all right, let's just choose this. Well, again, that, they could have just done probably it family. To, to move the show quicker. But, no, it's not just that. I bet people were chosen just by because of their family. Yeah. I mean. And who, it, who you're trying to keep. Uh, sweet on your side. Right? Yeah, that was all oh. politics then. It was there was no test. I'm sure to get them. They wanted warriors. I'm sure, and there were some in there, but there were some that probably didn't know anything. And like even with Viserys and choosing his wife, right? Uh, the more it, it felt in some ways like Edward the Fourth in his situation, where he there was a wife that he would have that would have been better for the realm and for the alliances but he went out of out of the box and picked someone who wasn't really considered even royalty and married them and it feels like Viserys making oh, oh, his gonna, decision oh, is yeah. is choosing as opposed to choosing a valerian right that would have tied up a, a very strong alliance that's exactly what i said You're, when we were watching it is that he just doomed his kingdom yeah and then but he chooses allison which is great for otto because that's exactly what he schemed to make happen but how is that good for the realm right, right. Well, at least well, in a form of it well you know what what it shows you is that the, the leader of the valerians aren't really loyal because all they cared about was uniting their family to the targaryen family when if they were truly loyal to the nation they would have said congratulations, you know, but, but in that time period, it doesn't matter. They want alliances that make them stronger. Not and the story is keeping the blood right. pure too, right? Because but, but, Otto's not a Valerian or not, but, a, a, not a Vold Valeria, right? But, but, I, I know, but I'm just saying how illogical it really kind of feels oh, this whole like thing to is me. Illogical. And, and I'll tell you why, I'll tell you why it's kind of, it feels illogical is because whether or not they married Collis's daughter, they still have the alliance. It's just not in marriage. So, you know, you know it's just it's just one of those things. It's like but they, they wanted something more. Because he oh. pissed them off. Now their alliance is hurt. Well, the yeah, problem but, is, again, knowing your opponent. Yeah. And um, this is this is the this is the Rob Stark problem. Yep. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. And. Because and they they totally uh, not not the Greyjoys. What was the name of that family? Phrase. Phrase. Right. Right. So they. So that's the case. He could have upset. Well, first of all, he's not aware that Hightower is doing this. Right. Right. Yeah, he's totally oblivious to it. Right. So it's not like he had a choice of either one family or the other. This is just what he wanted, and. Now, Hightower would probably have been very disappointed, but I think he probably would have stayed loyal. Yeah. Yeah, so stuck it up, yeah. He would have looked uh, for another way. That's exactly what I was going to say. He would not let it stick. He would do another scheme, yeah. right, to screw over the Valerian, the uh, Corliss's family right, but, so but that he can way, make but, his way. No, but but that's not Mike's point. Mike's point is is that even if he lost and he couldn't screw over the Corliss's family, it would have worked family, out better. He, he yeah. would have he sucked it up. And, and because he still has a power, he still has, uh, you know, a loyalty to to the king. Generally, he would have just said, been pissed, but it is what it is. Well, one right. of the he problems. Could upset, he could have Sorry. upset one or the other, one ally or the other. Even if he knew he was going to be doing that, he picked the wrong ally to upset because he upset the ally who would turn on him. 
Yes. Right. And and let's also be honest, he picked the ally who is more powerful. Because yes. he picks the ally who controls the ships and controls the money. And he also pissed off his daughter in the same breath because she didn't know that he was going to make that choice. And she leaves in a huff. And, you know, that's not good either. Well, I can't she, believe well, that he but, didn't but again, talk to her you know, about it after they had that good conversation. Well, she said that he should remarry. So that was a – but, again, again, you can not marry whoever you fucking her. want. So why not? Because – the best, best friend, friend, supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, His thing is he, acting by omission is another problem, is that he's not, he's afraid of conflict, which I understand, but by avoiding the conflict, he makes everything worse. Yeah. Because if he had maybe talked to her and given her a heads up about, hey, this is where I'm going, maybe there's a way that it could have been... Especially uh, no, after not they, such a problem. yeah. Especially after they had the conversation, and she's like, "I know you've got to get remarried." He should have brought it up right then. Well, because they've been keeping that hole for six months. They've been for keeping secret. these. They've been keeping these meetings <laughs> secret from her. And he specifically said, "Don't share anything that we talk about with my daughter." Yeah. He specifically said that. So it's something – He. it's not like he unknowingly did that. He knew there would be problems. But he seemed but he did, surprised. Didn't he seem surprised? But he, and then, yeah. Then he's just <laughs> like – but this is, again, where he has – it seems like he doesn't have awareness, which, well, again, would be his weakness, right? Yeah. They also said, you know, this is uh, – you know, uh, Allison had said, you know, that the, the king was like her father and they didn't understand the language of women. Uh, yes, didn't understand that's another thing. Way. So yeah, it's, yeah, I could I could definitely see. Okay, this is this is a girl thing, and the king doesn't understand the girl thing. Nope. I, I thought <laughs> you'd be happy that I was marrying your daughter. No, you're you're your best but friend. But then for her to knowingly do this, I can see why Renee would be feel betrayed. Yeah. Because she openly says, "I'm watching the, the everyone scheme against me." Whether you agree she was going to be a legitimate heir or not. They're, everyone's scheming against me, and I'm sharing my deepest worries and fears with you, and you're the one who's scheming against me. Yep. Whether it's being forced yeah, by your father you know or not, like, yep. she's doing the action. But, but, I, I, but you know, I don't really care what she thinks, Renners, and because, again, she's being stupid like Damon, because they actually think they're going to be the heir when the king's going to have another kid. And there's a 50% but, chance no, not necessarily, time Phil, out. But- Every chance there's a, a kid is born, there's a fifth chance it was going to be a, a male. So, what, 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 where am I wrong? Well, number one, she's 15 years old, right? The character's supposed to be 15 years old. So, again, you're dealing with someone who isn't fully matured, right, as an adult. In the moment, well, you my, my, my grandmother, you, right? My grandmother got married when she was 16, all right, in the old country. You know, the, the old, old, how it is. That's how it was. A hundred years ago. So, in this world, five hundred years before we even had a steam engine, that's what they did. So, but she can easily die in childbirth or not even have a boy ever. I understand that, but every we, we you know, you, I, I went to this uh, place in uh, Connecticut uh, during the Revolutionary War, and it was this house that you know they just how they lived and all that crap. And the, the guy, one of the people that lived there. Had six wives because, unfortunately, five of them died, 
and during childbirth, and and he had like you know uh, ten children because he had one with each, and then a couple, three or four with the last one. And the thing is that that if if Allison dies in childbirth. The king is still young enough; he can find another wife. And and again, this sounds he might be weird, too old to have kids, but, though. I mean, it's possible that he's just spitting blanks. We all, don't right, know. all right, well, all right, well, let's just talk. Let's just talk logically here. If you are Damon, Damon and Rhaenyras, or Renee or whatever her name is, my father is going to get remarried, or my brother's going to get remarried, and there's a chance he could have a male heir with the new wife. So but you are technically the heir sense. right now. You are technically the heir and legally the heir right now. Right. So, so what is she pissed about? Like you are. So, so what is she pissed it's about? Her because friend, Phil, it's an emotional thing. It's a relationship thing, and you're trying to come at it through math. It's not going to work that <laughs> exactly. way. No, yeah, that's. I would agree with that. And and just it violated a code. Because, just because people got married back in the day when they were 16 didn't mean that they weren't 16 and didn't mean that they were any that they weren't uh, emotionally immature and more swayed by their emotions like most 16 year olds always have been um and still are and this is a case of her best friend has apparently been having a in her as far as she knows because this gets dropped on her seems to have been having an affair with her father four months behind her back and never told her Yes. Yeah. And, and it's going to yeah. feel like yeah. a betrayal. Well, yeah. it depends on what your definition of affair is, because I don't think they were having sex. They weren't, but she didn't tell her about I, it. It's a relationship she didn't tell her about. If right. it right. was and, an right. open yeah. situation, why didn't he just say for this whole period of time? All right. All right. All I've been talking to I, him, I agree with all right. I agree with all you're saying there and whatnot. So what are we arguing then? That I'm, I can I'm understand why she is upset about and feeling betrayed by her friend and her father. Okay. Whether, they're, whether her, right, whether I, I, her I don't, I don't legitimacy think... and error stuff or, or, or going okay. to stand or All whatever, right. it's right, just the, the emotional page. aspect of being betrayed, right? Yeah. All right. We're on the same page. Yeah. I was arguing the 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 air part while you guys were arguing the the betrayal well, part. And you're you're saying one part that they're stupid for thinking that they'd ever continue to be the heir, but that's not the reality. The reality is they are in a not, position of power as the heir at this no, point. No, I, I, no, no, you're you're close. What I, what I said was they they know they were in the position, but logically speaking, they both know that there's a a very good likelihood that their brother and their father, or whatever he is, is going to have another child. But the logic wife. is no one wants to give up power once they have it. Which is why well, Damon is fighting back and why uh, he uh, is coming on so strong now. At, at least these type of people, you're right. Yeah. Uh, not everybody's like that. We saw uh, the, the Meister of the Black Watch last year. Uh, or last last. Last show, I mean, Game of Thrones. And, these and shows he was a Targaryen. Rare. And he was a Targaryen, and he was going to be king. And he threw it away, and he joined the Black Watch intentionally because he didn't want to be king. And then right. it went to his brother, who was the Mad King. So, but we don't see many of those in this show. Yeah, that's the whole point: is that they are rare <laughs> in the stations of power, right? Yeah. Uh, well, at least in this show. Yeah. I don't know how it is in in real life. I don't uh, know. But I think in, in all show, aspects of real life, it's just like yeah. that. 
But that's just me. I'm a little more pessimistic. So. Well, and also, also you got to remember a lot of those people that are in power have a different um, personality than most people. So maybe they just go to the top, like cream goes to the top, or oil and water go to the top because that's their strive, their goal, their whatever. They'll do, you know, whatever. I don't know, you know. So some most, people are made for I think most people are not. Well, well whatever system be, you're referring. But because it sounds like makes cream, it grows like crop. You, uh, cream coming to the top. What it really requires is ambition, and yes. and and, yeah. a, and a certain level of ruthlessness. I mean, it's it's uh, the word. I'm looking for. Ruthless. Ruthless. I was trying to think of that word too. He is yes. not being yes. able to be ruthless. And it's necessary in a king or anybody in that position. Of well, that's, that's what I've been saying. That's what I've been saying yeah. this entire episode. All yeah. are, they're all dictators and, and they're murderous bastards. And that's the only reason they stay in power and make their countries great is because they kill all their enemies. I don't necessarily think of him as a dictator since he has a council that he has to answer to. He is the ultimate authority. But, I mean, that's where problems come in is if he doesn't listen to his council – then he could have bigger problems. Or if his so, council is corrupted, well, then he can have problems there too. Right, and technically he could just round them all up and, and replace them too. You know, I mean, he could try for sure. The, even you know, with the way, you know Hitler, he was passing laws to make everything legit. Right, you know? he right. Had, he had so Wilhelm Frick that was passing his law. Right, exactly. So, yeah. so yeah, so you know, and and, and so. Yeah, so the, the, and so Hitler, quote unquote, had a council. You know, I mean, I mean, even even uh, Zoo or whatever, uh, whatever the guy name is uh, in China, he has a council, right? I mean, he's right. Fully det- but it's a dictatorship for sure. Power. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, you know how it works. So yeah. Um. So yeah, one I, I thing I want to. Oh, I, I, yeah. yeah, that's all. Go on. We can switch that over. Yeah, go on. Sean. I was just going to say that I love the design for the crab feeder. Yes. Uh, and I love how he reminds me of the Night King's design in a bit, where there's like a menace and an almost otherworldly factor in what they showed us for the, the couple of uh, Yeah, he looks him. supernatural, right? I think he's yeah. just And I thought that was cool. That was cool. So I like, I'm excited. I'm mean, looking forward to see what they're doing with, with that character. He's you know, and what will come in the next episode. Beg your Understood. Oh, I'm sure, Phil, that actually because because this is Game of Thrones, <laughs> this, is what this is I don't know about. <laughs> but, oh, there there will almost certainly be some shading to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially considering, uh, you know, it's not like he's going up. He he is. He's he's a rival right now, kind of to Corliss, who is who is also not necessarily a clear black and white figure either. Yeah, he um, he's as much. He Corliss may be more of an enemy in the long run than this this crab dude. I never thought I'd like Jamie Lannister, and it turns out that I thought he was awesome by the end. So I was I was team. Cersei's and Team Jamie of the whole, at, by the end of the season, absolutely. Series. Series. By the end of the series, anyway, seven years later. Yeah, seven years later. <laughs> no, I, I switched most over people, in season four, Most, season most people four. weren't Team Jamie. I was Team Jamie the moment he pushed a little child out the window. <laughs> 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 
Uh, uh, I want to point out we have not uh, had enough flying children in this series. Can I be clear? Well, yeah. you know what, Mike? The way that the season, the series ended, most people are probably saying, "Yeah, Jamie was right." <laughs> he, was right. <laughs> he was. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's awesome. I, I come up with some good ones. Anyway, um, so yeah, I actually think this crab dude is less of a threat to King Viserys, or whatever his name is, than Corlys. Because Corlys is already tra- is backstabbing him. Yeah. But I would and almost say the same about Otto, right? though, too, right? Because, like, well, I get what you're saying, Phil, and I get your perspective, but because I dislike Otto so much, I would say the same about Otto. Because he's just as dangerous and just as problematic as Corlys and maybe our misunderstood crab feeder gentleman is doing the, the just thing and the right thing, and we need him to run the the the, the king. Well, I like Otto because he's supporting the king, but yes. he does have his own yeah. agenda. He does have right. his own agenda, but Corliss has not he's seemed 100%. to like the Right. Yeah, he hasn't seemed to like the king at all from the very beginning, so I haven't trusted him at all. Right. So... Yeah, Otto's still team, team king. And I think yeah. he will always be to the end. Well, I'm, I, I, like I admit, I'm jaded and I'm biased. So I'm not saying that anybody else will agree with me. That's just what I'm saying from my point. But to me, to me, Otto is like, um, you know, like in the United States. So we have the House of Representatives and the Speaker of the House is the most powerful position in the House of Representatives. You could be the most loyal person in the world to the Speaker of the House, but the moment it becomes clear that the Speaker of the House has to step down, all the people in Congress then start jockeying for position because that's a new that because as to who's going to be the one to take that position, and that's yeah. just a, just just a matter of ambition. And if you are the if you're in a position of existing in Congress or a position of power in the the head of a family or being a position of power as that part of this the the small council, there is ambition there. And he sees yeah. an opening for ambition. So I don't see it, he is manipulative, but I don't see it as a, as a betrayal where I'm kind of seeing that with, where, where, where not kind of, I'm clearly seeing that with Corliss. Corliss isn't just, hey, you're single, I've got a 12-year-old, if you can <laughs> wait two years, if you can wait two years, because she, she doesn't have to bed you until she's 14, um, then, then we can have an arrangement. And the king says, "You know what? I like that. It's not a bad idea." But ill, and I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> I'm going to go. Exactly. With, I'm going to go with the 14 year old. I'm going to. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the. I'm going to go with the the nail biter over here. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, and again, he goes, oh, "All right, you know what? I tried." But no, this is all right. Well, fuck you. I'm going to go to your main rival. Yeah, exactly. Immediately. And immediately. Yeah, but I think it's, but he's already, again, and I understand what you're saying, but he's also pointed out that there's a problem and the king keeps, you know, ignoring the warnings, right, whether we agree with it or not. So, I mean, it's, you can only go so many times before you're like, okay, well, obviously, like, oh, yeah. other decisions but the have two, to be made, The so. two things don't have anything to do with each other directly. Like, him not do it, dealing with the crab eater is is nothing to do with who he marries, but Corliss is using them all against the king. 
But I can see yeah, why in his position he would. Add, these are just things adding up. Again, well, yeah, I'm not saying power. it's right, <laughs> but it's just I'm just saying if the, in his position and situation, I can see why it's a matter of accumulating factors causing him to change his um, perspective or whatever position. So, but I don't think his perspective has changed because I think he disliked the king from the start. It's possible because I mean, that's who he, he married. Was, he, he married someone that that didn't get the was a rival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. who's a, a greedy uh, person, just like Damon and and stuff, and Otto. So, yeah, I I think he was never pro king at all. Maybe maybe his point, intentions to get his daughter to marry the king was so he could really be the de facto leader, right? The business, right? Exactly. At this point, I and again, this is a very radical stance, and I appreciate that. At this point, I just want the dragons to destroy everything, and then <laughs> they can rule. Well, here's here's my suspicion, and this is pure suspicion, uh, and I could be proven wrong. That if uh, Viserys had chosen Alicent, and as he has, and married Alicent, and I think Otto would be very happy with that. Otto's position would, would have risen. Uh, if they happen to have a child that was an heir, I'm, sh- I'm sure he would have pushed for that child to be the heir. But I still think he, he would have secured his family's future and he would have been perfectly fine. If they had chosen to marry the 12-year-old, I have a feeling that there was a good chance within the next five years he would have fallen down the flight of steps <laughs> or drank out of the wrong chalice or, uh, I don't know, yeah. succumbed to some right. mysterious ailment. Uh, and right. his bride uh, would have married someone else. Manipulable. Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, and somebody yeah, would have married somebody else in the uh, um, uh, Valerian family. Uh, just, just, just to guess. Yeah, before he got his chance to do his mounting, he would have been taken out. Or maybe after, you know, once that, maybe the line would have been secured then. Yeah, but I cannot Im- <laughs> and 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 he would have ended up becoming the power behind the throne the same way that Tyrion did. Yep. Not Tyrion, Tywin did. Um and yeah, I, I think I and because I then would have seen him marrying his daughter off to whatever next major power was, just like um, Tywin married Joffrey off to uh, Marjorie. Hightower. <laughs> right. Or maybe, yeah, could very well have done that. They would, I, And that's, that, to me, is the difference between the two guys, is that I think it has all been a, uh, allegiance of convenience for Corliss, and I don't necessarily get that with Hightower. I concur 100%. Yeah. Does it, does it mean Hightower's a good guy, Sean? We're not saying yeah, that. That's we're, just, yeah. we're just saying... I'm also not saying he's a completely terrible guy, either. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, actually, I don't think he's a, necessarily a really a bad guy at all. He, he's, he's looking out for the king, as well as he's looking out for his own family, too. Yep. And so he has he has nation and family, and I assume is God. So he's nation, family, and God in whatever order. 
So I, I don't think he's doing anything wrong because I don't see any him, him doing anything that's necessarily unethical. Except even, for stirring the pot with Damon for his own yeah, ends, Yeah, right? but Damon's a dink. And, well, and, and even though Damon has, a, has rights, and, and Damon has some rights, it's not, you're right. I mean, he could have done it. Put this way, he could have done it better. Mm-hmm. Otto, Otto, and Otto has, has used his own uh, uh, reactionary anger against Damon. And that's the reason he did it the way he did. If, yep. if if he had taken a breath and stopped for a second, you know, but again, he's kind of a little a reactionary as well. I don't think he was trying to be a dink to the, the king. I think he was just trying to be a dink to Damon. No, oh, I think totally he was trying to be a dink to, yeah. to Damon. So. Well, well he, Damon, wa- he wanted to take Damon out of the picture, which, is why, point, he told, right? that's, which is why he told about the, the whole party thing. Um, and that's why so, he's done everything he can to undermine him. Right, Damon is yeah. helping him yeah. right. quite well. <laughs> he's but the point is, it's just it's not <laughs> like he's like accidentally sharing this information, right? Right. He's he's got a reason for it, and he's doing it intentionally. And as I say, um, even the pettiness right. that he shows at the well, at and, and, and to be honest, he's and to be honest, whether it's it's the way he's acted. He should tell the king those things because that's the brother is betraying the king. Yeah, and that's yeah. his job, that's right? That's his job. But it's, yeah. it's the way, and way of, like as I say, the way he conducted himself at Dragonstone. You didn't need to call Mysteria a whore. He did right. that to start a fight. Damon didn't have right? to come out He's, with armed forces either, though. And, and, and the dragon is standing above him. That's right. right. And taking the egg just to begin with, which was right. the most stole so basically, but so the thing is, those both sides are escalating for yep. different reasons, but they're escalating uh, out of ego and pettiness and whatever else, uh, right? It's not they're not doing this out of like benevolent choices. Well, to be honest, to be honest, and even though the this uh, Damon has a right to be pissed. If he was truly 100% loyal, he should have just sucked it up and said, you know what? The king is the boss. He ma- he makes the rules. It's unorthodox what he did, but it's my brother, and he's the boss. But he doesn't but respect I'm, him. That's the problem. He does but not I'm not, and I'm not saying that they well, right, it's, though. It's like the Baratheon brothers. They all hated each other. They're, they're just idiots. Anyway, continue, Mike. Hey, no, but they were still idiots. They hated you like them. Stannis, though. But Stannis was logical. He should have took, been the new king based off of the laws. So that's why I like Stannis. But, I like Stannis, but, too. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Uh, you know who else likes Stannis? That, His daughter. His daughter uh, loves Stannis. Yeah, that so worked much. out well for her. Well, I'm going to say, here's the, here's, here's the thing. Otto was a, a being a bit of a, a dick, but he was also absolutely correct, absolutely true, what he was saying. To Damon, he had Damon had seized Dragonstone for his own, yeah, and it wasn't his to seize. He had stolen mm-hmm. Dragon's egg. He was stirring Which up wasn't shit. His. <laughs> right, he was stirring up shit. Just and to stir t- shit and up. exact t- egg he stole too, which was right. He intentionally stole that one because of right. the symbolism. But go on, Mike. So, yeah. uh, and you know, they and I'm not saying that he's not playing games here. But it, I don't think he's exactly went out of bounds either. Well, all I'm saying is, like, again, no one is right 
completely right or completely wrong. All I'm saying is that, again, because of my dislike for Otto, right. well, the I way think he, he delivered the message is could have been a much different way, right? I'm not, again, I'm not defending Damon, but I'm just saying Otto went in there looking to start something. Well, he didn't go no, no, there no, looking to for peace. Something right? had already started. Yeah. It started six months earlier. But it's just escalation, escalation, escalation. That's what it is, right? But the the real problem was Viserys, because we saw last week that these two did not get along. Yes. And he decided he's going to send, uh, you know, send this guy to go talk to him, uh, to Damon, and who's the last person on earth he should have done to do that, even though yeah, he's exactly. the hand of the king. He maybe could have sent Corliss. He maybe could have sent um, one of the other guys at the table to do that. Or he could have sent his daughter, who is going to be king and has a relationship with him. And, by the but way, he, okay. as a dragon. <laughs> well, and it, when she pointed out sending out the dragon riders to you, right, again, he gets talked out of it by Otto. Because Otto, to Otto, those things don't fall within the plan that he's got going, right? And that's, again, that's my oh, point it, of why I don't that trust would be, That would be full civil war. That would be full civil war, what the daughter was suggesting. Yeah, so yeah. Otto was, was smart. He says, yeah, Otto, wait, wait. because the, the king doesn't want civil war. And, the, and the Otto was saying, Damon's a dink, but we shouldn't have civil war well the daughter but this is where you're if already was, the other side is technically already started taking shots at you right so the choice has already can kind of been made to start like whether you think you can have a, a no diplomatic yeah no but whether you think you can have a diplomatic result or whatever with this person right the pretending it's not happening doesn't mean doesn't mean it's going to go away and that's kind well, of the and problem that's, with that's the source, right? and auto made the right choice, which was not to send in the dragon fighters like the daughter wanted. He, he And maybe he shouldn't have gone. Maybe they should have had a, a third party that was a little no. more level-headed. But the daughter said, "Send you have dragon riders, send us in. She wanted to be the one to go in. And she was the one to go in. And no, no, he no. was not going to try, again, knowing your enemy. He wasn't going to try to kill her. I understand why the king would not risk her on the board. And, but he did not want to start something that overt. That's why he snuck in there during the hour of the bat to steal the egg, as opposed to just flying in with the dragon and torching shit. Right. Because who in their right mind would ever fly into the Red Keep and torch everything? Right. But he also could have, uh, oh, yeah, another Targaryen. <laughs> but uh, the thing is, is he had so many opportunities to do a civil war, but he didn't. He was, as you said, Mike, just acting like a child. But again, it's, it's all a matter of what do we value? What are we looking at? And in yeah. hindsight, yes, she was the right person to go there. By the way, I did love his exchange, the, the briefing that he had with uh, Kristen. Yes. <laughs> now, maybe I am misreading, and I, I, I could be misreading because it's Matt Smith, and I have more good character association with him than villainous character associations with him. But when Kristen says, oh, maybe you know, 
made the cow crack about knocking him off his horse. And he was like, ooh, hey, good one. It didn't feel like, again, a Joffrey, like, oh, you fucking are you're going to be so fucking no, no. dead. And I'm going like to and, and, and yeah. and, and slip scorpions up your anus. It wasn't anything <laughs> like that. It was very much like, it's Doesn't like, mean oh, anything. Oh, good shot, man. All right. Awesome. It was like I half expected a fist bump. But it felt like a good na- it was like a good natured jab, and he respected the jab, and that's why I don't that they're doing a good job with him of making him not a complete dick. Exactly. Right. Right. Well, I, this is what I always say because he, he he's logical. It doesn't matter. Like like when I, I play, not, he's not logical. He's well, not logical. I, well, let me rephrase. So you know, you know, like when I used to play uh, basketball with my buddies, and someone would lose, and they get pissed. I go, dude. The president isn't going to send you a uh, send me a letter and say congratulations, Philip. You've won the the backyard championship basketball. No one cares. It doesn't matter. And then my friend will go think for a second and go, Yeah, that's a good point. And this is what 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 this guy here is doing. He's like saying, Oh, big deal. Yeah, you know, okay, well, I lost a joust in it, but as if it matters because it doesn't. And so he's level headed. He's it, it may not be logical, but he's, he's well, I don't know, Mike. He, he, he's petty, and, he, and he's actually a child, but logic to him is he was supposed to be the heir, and he's also looking at this this Christian guy as a buffoon because that's all Christian is. is he's just a buffoon. So I, I don't know. I, I, just I don't, don't know that I'd call him level-headed. I, I think stealing the egg shows that he's not level-headed. Well, you know what it is? I think he is level-headed. And he just knows what he can, what buttons to push, and what he can get away with. So he knows oh, because the, well, he because well, he also that, because he was also a, a dink in the tournament, right? <laughs> so yeah, well, and that, that's my that's my point is that is that like for example, he knows his brother is his brother, and his brother isn't Joffrey or 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 Bol, you know Bolton or one of those guys. So he can push certain things, and he doesn't have to worry about. He you know, knows his brother his, won't do by, right by yeah. Daenerys' dragon, like Viserys was burnt. Right, he yeah. knows. His so he brother won't go too far. <laughs> right, right. He so he's just trying to make a point without going too far himself. Because if he wanted to go too far himself, he could have done what Mike said: just send in all the dragons, stolen the egg, burned the place down, and he also could have chopped off the head of his his uh, niece. But he didn't do any of those things. So I don't think. I think he is a little smarter than we, we think he is. He's I also like the fact no, that no, 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 they're, they're, the egg. they're smart and there's logical. All right, fair enough. Smart, but he's not necessarily logical. Right. That, yeah, well, that's true. He he's not his helping his cause, but, but he definitely knows where he, what he can push. Without I getting think he trouble. loves his niece, too. That's why he didn't cut her down. Yeah, he's yeah, not a total true. bastard, <laughs> right? Well, and, it, and it's also like you know, as Mike you mentioned, uh, our little kids. So my little kids, they push. And then, you know, we don't do anything. And then they push a little further. And then finally someone yells. And they go, okay, they stop in there. So we only can go this far before we piss off mom and dad. And I think that's what he's doing. He's trying to piss his brother off without getting his brother to put the hammer on him. Well, and it's a good thing that they're, well, it's I mean, it's a shame, I guess, that they're niece and, and uncle. Because, you know, you would never want to marry, you know, two people like that and, See them having sex on Game of Thrones. You would. What are you, you talking about, Mike? What are you talking about? you don't want to. You don't want to spend. You don't. You would not. I'm glad they said you don't want to spend an entire series having people right. rooting for two characters to get together, only to find out at the last minute well, that they're really related like now that. I would you? Now, 
now I understand why uh, King Viserys doesn't want to marry the Valerian kid, because that would be marrying his cousin. And he said, I ain't going to do that. I'll except, marry Hightower. Except, I have no, except, no blood well, there. But it's not an issue that he raised. When no, they went through that, this and minuses, yeah. that was not... Oh, inbreeding. That was not one of them because these are the Targaryens, and the Targaryens like a very straight and narrow family tree. And let's look at the benefits by his health problems that he's having. I don't get it. Is he having health because problems? Because Viserys is the, the, the wound that he, and pus, uh, pus that he oh, had on his yeah, back last right. week. Yeah, his, his and his finger, finger this week, yeah. like, that's the, the benefits of pure blood. Yeah, well, the finger... Well, both of which came from being stabs on the Iron Throne, which, yep. according yep. to lore, if you are ill suited to the throne, you will be pricked by the throne. Which is what uh, I talked about last week. Right? You know what, though? That's that's just George R. R. Martin adding that seven years later after writing the first book, like like George Lucas and all these other people. They add right. stuff. Yeah, after the fact, and, and it, it goes retro, and it's like, yeah, but it didn't happen in the first five books, but it's something he just added. Well, be, well, right, because that's what he wanted to, regardless. It's, <laughs> it's his books. It's, it's, a, his, it's, books, a, yeah. it's, it's his books. It's, a, it's right. symbolism that he's decided to put into the book, yep. into the story, and, and therefore it's there. And it's when he added it, it was, it's not like this is based on a real world, and you say it's illegitimate because he added it after book oh, four. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. So it's it's certainly symbolism, and you got to wonder how many pieces of them are going to be left in a few years. And God knows yes. he better be he better have a cushion down there because yeah, that's all you do. Well, you I mean, it's, you don't want him sitting down and cutting his balls on the iron throne. Well, well, it's, it's, it's 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 a stupid yeah, that's true for for children, but uh, it, it's just a stupid throne anyway. So yeah, it should have cushions, and for not having cushions, it's just dumb. I don't know. It's a badass throne. But it's stupid. It, I didn't say it was bad. It wasn't I bad. I sit on that damn throne. I'm just saying it's stupid. I just feel like he's ending up like the Black Knight in Monty Python's The Holy Grail. Maybe. Black, it's a back or wound, it's just... finger wound. It's <laughs> only my little finger. <laughs> so can I just point out what I thought was the most awesome thing of the, the episode? Yeah. Which I thought was Seraxes. Yes. Uh, I think the is is Damon's dragon because the design's awesome. The des- not only design's awesome, I thought the sound was awesome because rather yeah. than the 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 dragon roar, it sounds almost more like whale song, like this, like these yep. high pitched squeaks and whines, and they give him this lithe serpentine body uh, that is really different from anything we'd seen, and it just adds an, an air of menace to him in a way that is and in the, different. The, the one picture when you see him roaring, you can actually see the, the holes where his fire comes out. Yeah. In his mouth, which is cool. His little mouth anuses. Yes. <laughs> you have such a way with words. I try. <laughs> but the other thing I want to throw in, I know this is changing topic again, but I wanted to say that I loved when Damon threw the egg back at Rena, Renera, just in that like kind of pouty little way and like pouted off. I thought she made a great catch too. I, I got to assume that dragon eggs are not terribly fragile. Yeah. <laughs> um, lobbing them around like that. Yeah, I mean Daenerys. 
was given petrified dragon eggs. So petrified dragon eggs should have been solid stone, so they could be a little bit more careless with them, I would imagine. Uh, so I imagine these are... I mean, I, I actually have an uh, ostrich egg in my classroom, but it's, it's and that's not terribly fragile. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so I would imagine a dragon age is pretty sturdy. I really liked her character in this episode. I thought I thought she did a good she, job. Yeah, she did a really good job, and I thought the growth of the character was really good too. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with her. Well, I uh, stuck in and read the synopsis of the books. So I already know all the stuff, but I won't say anything. Where she did? Yes, I had to. I had to. No, you didn't. But they, they, well, I know, but I, I have an itchy mind. I had to do it. Uh, but uh, um. But they, they could be some changes. They, I mean, they already did some changes, like like the death yeah. of uh, the mother during childbirth. That it didn't happen that way. She just passed away, uh, unfortunately, without any type of big. And their time jumping's a little bit different or whatever. But I mean, this is again. That's, yeah, and oh, and they aged, changes, they, right? they aged up some of the characters intentionally yeah. because you don't, you don't want to have real fifteen-year-olds. You know, no, thankfully this. not. So yeah. yeah, because I mean, Arya and Sansa were supposed to be what eleven and twelve yeah. in the book or something, and they made them seventeen and sixteen or something. And so by the end of the season, they were in their twenties. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right. yeah, exactly. Uh, what else? Anything else you want to talk about? I think we exhausted this one. And this yeah, is something, again, I'm, I'm liking the fact that the story is more contained. It is less sprawling. Oh, yeah. That, and that, so it's, okay, so it's moving and it's and it's moving quickly. Yep. Y- yes. Yeah, it's moving quicker. Um, the It's more condensed or, or together, like you said, Mike, the, the characters. We don't have this The thing I hated about Game of Thrones, even though, again, I, I will admit publicly that I did hate Daenerys as a character. I always hated her. I never liked her and I knew she was going to be the villain. But I didn't like her story not because of her. I hated her story because for the first six, seven seasons, she was it was like completely different than everything else. And I just wanted to see Westeros and Starks and Lannisters and all that. That works in a book, right? But yeah. better yeah. than in a show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I didn't like it. And then also when Arya was doing the... Arya, his journey, yeah. Uh, Arya, when she did that um, that uh, that thief thing or assassin um, training. Training in Bravos? Yeah, yeah, that was like, that felt like... Disjointed. Oh, disjointed, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so this one here... The damn fanfics! The damn fanfics! Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that... The Sanskrit were just badly written characters, but they were at least contained within the story. So, but, this but this story one. here, it's it's everything's contained so far. So I'm right there with you, Mike. So, yeah, it's yeah. good. Well, yeah. and I I think to be fair, I don't remember a lot of people. I don't know. I, I know there were a lot of people had issues with where the the books ended up going, um, becoming again a little bit more unfocused, and then of course. Uh, the the way the books finally ended, which was by never being written. Yeah, <laughs> that's my biggest problem with them right now. So, um, you know, there a lot of that was signs of them trying to to sort through all this material, distill it down, and make their way through at a point where they could finish the series before all the characters needed to retire uh, due to to age and, and ill health. Um, 
I, I think they know now that when they made this show that either the audience was going to be there and for the first episode it was and then if that's the case then they're, they'll be with them for other episodes, other series and so they don't need to drag this out longer than necessary yeah. and so maybe, I don't know what their plans are, I don't know if they've spoken to it yet, I don't know if this is planned to be one, three, seven, twenty seasons. But well, let's say this season two is guaranteed already because they've already okay, with right. that. Right, but maybe this is only a four season arc, and then they're going to plan yeah. on doing doing another era, era or another period. And well, if they, they got the John Snow stuff coming up, right? And if they know that going in, then they won't and they won't feel the need to drag it out as long as they possibly can for ratings and for money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did hear. I did hear a really interesting story, um, which is why I'm, I'm sad we don't have the ratings yet for this. So, um, when the the first episode of Game of Thrones aired, the ratings were not very good, uh, or like they were not like what they wanted them to be because it's an expensive show. Right, right. And so right. they were disappointed, and so they waited, and they waited, and like for for week two, and then week two the ratings came in and the ratings were the same as they were in week one. And the showrunners were like, Oh shit. Well, this is it. We're done. And then they, and they get a phone call from the uh, HBO executive and they're right, here it comes and they pick it up. And the HBO executive says, this is going to be huge. And I said, what are you talking about? The numbers aren't great. He's like, no, no, no. The, the numbers this week were just as bad as they were last week. He says, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Every other show we've ever had lost 50% of the audience the second week. You lost nobody. Right. So you, yeah, you're <laughs> this only is going to be after. this is right. this is going to be big because the people who watch stayed. So I'm really curious now where we're going to be with this. How much of the audience is, is going to stick with it? And from what I'm hearing, which is a very small sample size. But it's a random sampling of, of it's there are people who people who loved Game of Thrones beginning to end, people who loved it and hated the way it ended, people who came into this with high hopes, people who came into this with low expectations, people who read the books, people who didn't read the books. I haven't heard anybody just straight disliking this series. Most of no, them have really liked yet. the show. They've all liked it. And some and a lot of them have really, really liked what they've seen. So I, I, that gives me high hopes that most of them are going to be back next for this week and next week yep yeah, yeah well they, well, I they already friends say that they didn't like they don't like where it, where it is that's, well, they, that's it yeah that's fine um but uh they they already as sean mentioned offline to me they already uh announced season two and based off of the story and the synopsis i read um th- this this could be most certainly uh multiple seasons um because of how um i guess the Large, large as in as in what happens yeah. um, to be to fit into just one season. It could easily be three or to five seasons. I think, assuming the you know the, they have money for it and, and people. And the difference it. is that this time is that there's material. The story is concluded enough within the book. Yeah, it's, it's not a situation it's where the showrunners have to create their own stuff because the author hasn't finished the story at the point. So. In this case, we've got a contained story that should make it a lot more coherent. Yeah. Well, yeah. right. There's one thing to Game of Thrones. They had to create the, the final 
and they, and they had to yeah. condense. They condensed some stuff. They they got rid of the the Griff, and they got rid of Lady Stoneheart or whatever her name is. Yeah. So so they condensed a few characters for sure. Um, and then there was disagreements between the showrunners and George R. R. Martin about where it was going to, right? So, I mean, I don't think this, that's the same problem here. Right. At least I right. haven't heard anything saying that. So, I mean, I could Oh, and on, they, but... yeah, and they got rid of uh, Tyrion's girlfriend. They got rid of her. and the, So there was some major characters they wiped out in in that series. Um, but I'm but, saying, but yeah. that's very different than than not having a framework at all. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's that's exactly 100% right, Mike. Fair enough. Yep. Yep, and that is true. And 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 I think you can have a framework and flesh out the plot is one thing, and just having to, to spin it out a whole cloth is something else entirely. Well, I wonder if they had notes and stuff of what he was planning. They had to have something a little bit, but not enough to make it what I wanted to see, that's for sure. Right, right. Yeah, but here they they have a full full book. Uh, it's a half a of a book. The book is is a giant encyclopedia type book. Yeah. And um, but it's still not as thick as any of the the novels from the original series. Um, so, but there is enough history because again they they you know move ahead two three years and two years and whatever. So, um, I think you're 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 right there, Mike. That that. They're, they're, they're going to be okay uh, here. Now the question is, will, will the showrunners stick to the outline and the book and all that enough to not piss off the fans of the book? But uh, so far, I think they're, they're doing good. So, and again, now people are watching the show not because of the book. You know, back in the day, Game of Thrones, the original viewers that you were talking about, Mike, were probably viewers of, of uh, fans of the book. And then, then like Breaking Bad, it just kept on growing and growing and growing because everybody said, "Oh, this is awesome." And here, people are watching it because it's oh, it's Game of Thrones. It's awesome. It's not because of the book. So, you know, and they use the same theme music too. So, I mean, there you go. Well, I yeah. liked how they changed up the title sequence to make it more the the, the actual Targaryen blood, right? Because when yep. you look at the title sequence this week, they didn't have one last week, which is a, was a nice touch. But then this week, this it's just the Targaryen bloodline from Old Valeria to Westeros. So I thought that was cool. Right, and it's the, and right. It's Old Valeria is the city we're seeing on the on the map. Um, yeah, that's the sound, the city that he has in. That's his, where Coelus uh, is from, right? Isn't that where Coelus yep. is from? That's like yeah. So yeah, yeah. And that's like when he talks about Valerian uh, the Dread, right? was the last living being to know or see old Valyria. Yeah. And, and as we know that in game of Thrones, the Valyrian family is basically extinct at that point. Yeah. They're gone by that time. So, yeah, and, and almost the Targaryens too. And, and yep. rightfully so too bad. They weren't extinct because <laughs> she, she, she caused a lot of problems too. The, the, those two families are the, the reason everything went to shit. Well, it's I would say of, one thing though, Phil, is that if everyone had just worked with the Night King, everything would have been fine. Well, <laughs> we do we do have the crab person as our new hope. <laughs> so we'll find out. Um, but yes, the Night King was misunderstood. Um, all right, so anything else anybody wanted to bring up? Anything? Anyone? Good here. All right, let's let's uh, wrap it up. So uh, we can give our final thoughts on this episode. So uh, Mike, why don't you go? Yeah, I really like the episode. Uh, above all else, again, the dragon 
that was was fantastic. But all the political machinations here, just continuing forward, um, seeding in these relationships, bringing out uh, characters like Corliss and moving them a little bit more into the fore than what they had last week. Um, and I'm, I'm very, I, I'm, this is the kind of thing where I, I want to see where it's going, and it's got me hooked. So, yay. All right, sounds good. Barrett. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Uh, I really like all the political machinations. It's really just an enjoyable watch right now, and I'm hooked. Want to see where it's going. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, I, I when, when we started the first episode, I was a little bit disappointed wasn't really ex- as excited uh again i was i was also looking at for the she hulk came out the same week and she hulk was the the big show for me um but this show uh i was not as excited because again i hate the targaryens um and so i was like <laughs> but but it's it's yeah after episode two uh it gets me hooked i'm, I'm kind of liking it and we see that the targaryens are each different people because i like the king he's pretty cool um i like the grayness or or black and white of damon um so yeah i i I, i'm enjoying it even though it's uh, a family that i wasn't really looking forward to because again i was comparing this to the potential uh stark one that was coming out that was canceled that was going to start naomi watts and that was the one that i wanted um but but all in all uh yep i'm hooked uh, let's go with you, Sean. I'm very, very happy because both episodes have found or like felt like wins to me, and I'm really excited to see where we're gonna go. And um, like, I'm glad to 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 be able to be watching a show that I really, really enjoy and I'm really, really excited about. All right, sounds good. So uh, next week, uh, the new episode is called Second. Of his name. Uh, so that must focus on Damon, maybe. Uh, we'll figure that out. But uh, September 4th, 2022, we're going to record that. Hopefully, uh, well, I'm not sure exactly what day we'll talk about that when we get offline, because, again, that's a holiday weekend, at least in the United States. Um, and and Canada. Then, oh, is it? I did not know that. I don't, yep, I don't know anything day. about I don't know anything about you silly people up there. My, there's a reason Wait. my father's family moved. There's a reason my family moved out of there. Anyway, um, it's uh, so we'll discuss. We'll have that episode out sometime in mid to early next week uh, where we will discuss second of his name. And email us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com or go to darkdiscussions.com and t- press the contact us link in the menu at any page of the website. And it'll open up an email box where you can email us as well. Put something like Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon or Decimation of the Dragon or, Ty- or Targaryen, something in the message so we know it's related directly to this podcast here. And we will read your message or email or whatever you want to call it on the podcast. And with that stated, Mike, why don't you leave this out? All right, thank you once again for listening to A Decimation of Dragons, a is it a Game of Thrones podcast? Is it A Decimation of Dragons, a it's kind House of, of the Dragons podcast? Kind of, kind of both. Kind of both. I'm just, I'm just not sure what the subtitle is. Okay. Well, originally okay. it was it was Game of Thrones, but then I changed it to House of the Dragon after you kind of put it on, on that uh, poster board you were thinking of making, and, and it kind of made sense because maybe people will be searching under that name instead of Game of Thrones. So it could go by either. That's why I introduced it as a Game of Thrones podcast and a House of Dragons podcast. So anyway, continue. Well, well, whatever it is that we are, we thank you for listening. We thank you for listening to our <laughs> ramblings for these last 
almost two hours. Uh, I like to, I just find all this stuff really interesting to chat about. Uh, in two episodes, they've given us some very rich characters worth discussing, and we're glad you're here to listen to us. And if you have anything to add, please contact us uh, at darkdiscussions at AOL.com. And uh, we hope to hear from you next week. 